This week on the Twinning Podcast. I'm 17 and a half weeks right now, so we're still kind of behind where it was when you guys started, but like, you know, close enough that like those are the things we're starting to think about. So it's just been really cool to hear about your experience as we are like living it. Welcome to another episode of the Twinning Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Megan. And it's going to be a, another special episode. Yeah. We're, uh, we like those special episodes. I know. Makes our makes it a lot easier. And mm-hmm. here we're complaining it's easier. We're doing it like every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're going to be having a nice phone conversation um, with uh, with a couple. So we don't want to spoil it. But first, let's... Uh, let's let, try let, some wine. Let's do the wine. So... The wine we're trying tonight is a Chardonnay, mm-hmm. and we found it just outside our, like, from where we live yep. in Cambridge, Wisconsin. Yes, we did. Not known for great wine, but it was a good tasting room. Yeah, it was. We bought wine. We did. So it's a 2014 Chardonnay. Do you remember much about it? It was buttery. Buttery. I don't buy Chardonnays that aren't buttery. What does that mean? Um, smooth. I don't know. It tastes like butter. Tastes like butter. When yeah. you're done eating it or drinking it. Cheers. Well, that is good. Oh, yeah. That's good. I remember why we bought that. Yeah, try that. The Cambridge Chardonnay. Yeah, we need to go get more of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure we'll touch base on it. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Um, but we have exciting news. We do. We, as you know, we listed our house. We did. And we sold it. Uh-huh. Within a day. Yeah. And then we bought another one. Yep. Within five days. <laughs> so it's going to get crazy around here a little bit, but we pretty much doubled our house size. Yeah. Almost doubled our house size. Yes. Um, it's a good thing we use Aaron too. <laughs> yeah. The house cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. That and so it'll be nice. And so we got that exciting coming up. We'll be closing in about a month and a half, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully we'll have a nice little studio there. Yeah. So let's get ready for this conversation. I uh, hope you guys all enjoy it. So excited. Yep. All right. Welcome to the show, Patrick and Julie. Um, thanks. Thanks for reaching out to us. I don't want to spill your beans. Why don't you guys tell us why you reached out to us? So I had uh, I had listened to the podcast and you guys are almost exactly a year ahead of where we're at um, when I first found out that we were pregnant with twins or Julie was pregnant with yeah. twins. And so we, uh, Julie started listening to the podcast as well. I got through the whole thing and reached out to say thank you because I feel like there isn't a lot of information about twins and about raising twins and going through the process. So mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you for all that you guys have done to, you know, to, to, to teach us basically what to expect. Yeah. yeah. It's been really cool for us to kind of listen. We, I mean, we're, so I'm 17 and a half weeks right now. So we're still kind of behind where it was when you guys started, but like, you know, close enough that like those are the things we're starting to think about, you know? And it, so it's just been really cool to hear about your experience as we, are like living it. Yeah, we were, we went for a walk this afternoon. We were talking, and I think you guys truly are like almost. I think we were twenty weeks when we started. When we started, but we didn't mm-hmm. start the podcast yet. That was like in two weeks. Yeah, I think yeah, what yeah, we figured it out is you guys are a week ahead. Yeah, really? Because I was like, we were trying to figure out when we were on vacation last week last year. Mm-hmm. You were right around eighteen weeks, right? I think so. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, though. Congratulations. Yeah. So you guys you. don't you. know the sexes yet, do you? We we do, actually. We found out somewhat unexpectedly at our 16-week sonogram. So are you and sharing? We are. We are, yes. Yeah. We are having baby boys. Awesome. Whoa. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Yes. Yeah, so we were pretty certain we were having girls. We were 100% sure it was Really shocking. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was like when we were trying to figure it out i think we thought they were boys didn't we yeah i certainly thought they were boys mm-hmm. oh that's so funny <laughs> yeah and i had wanted girls 
Mm-hmm. Just I know. I knew I, how I, I was as a boy. <laughs> I felt the same way. I was leaning girls at the end because I was like, I don't want to go through raising me. Again. Yeah. God bless them. <laughs> so how is everything going so far? Um, things are pretty good. I mean, like the beginning was a little rough, but I mean, I think, you know, it's pretty standard, but, um, but no, I mean, I think I would say like the last four weeks or so, I felt like really good again and normal. And like, we've been able to go do stuff and it's cool to actually see like, like, I like you can tell I'm pregnant now, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just, awesome. it's cool to see them growing. And you're telling people at this point, right? Is that? yeah yeah we told our family around 10 and a half weeks because it kind of worked out with the timing of when i was going to be able to come back to visit my family Gotcha. and then um yeah i had to start telling people at work about like three weeks ago because it was starting to start a little yeah for i think for us we told our families right away. Didn't yeah, we? it was more of we need the support, the mental support too. Right. Yeah. How long? How far along were you guys when you found out that it was twins? It was really quick. Um, oh. Six weeks or six five weeks? weeks. Oh, that's yeah. what I thought. Okay. Was, yeah, sure. we. Yeah, she. You took a pregnancy test, and then you scheduled an appointment because the perinatal clinic said once you. Like what? Once, it, you, Once know you have a pre- positive pregnancy test, give us a call. Yeah. And then when they did the ultrasound, Megan was like, there's only one in there, right? And the lady was very nonchalantly like, nope, two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And it was like, you could hear a pin drop in the room. Yeah. <laughs> it was- oh my God. We felt the same way. We were so shocked that we didn't talk for a little while. We just stared at each other. Like, what yeah. So at my, they didn't even have me come in for my first prenatal visit until I was like seven weeks. And then they didn't do a, um, I guess they don't do like standardly don't do ultrasounds at my doctor. And so they did the first ultrasound when we were 12 weeks. And so we were 12 weeks when we found out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. 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 It was a pretty crazy moment. Yeah. That's a, I still remember the moment like it was yesterday yeah yeah i don't think you can forget that yeah Yeah, most shocking moment of my life yeah Yeah, absolutely (laughs) and i remember you guys had a period of time right where it was unclear whether it was mono mono or mono die yeah we did and 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 so we were initially told mono die but then we had a period of time where like i think there was like a documentation error at our ob and they like told us then we we had mono mono and then like had to get it kind of clarified but yeah it's kind of yeah that was it was a stressful time. I'm happy. So for are them. they Momo or Modai? No, they're Mono Dai. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we were relieved by that. Yeah, yeah. Th- that was a... Because when they told us initially... And I wish we would have recorded the podcast starting that. Because that was at like week six when we had that first one. Yeah. When they were like, oh, it doesn't... They could be Momo babies. Mm-hmm. Because they oh, couldn't man. find the membrane. But then it was like... Yeah. Just go home and be, you'll be fine. Take it easy. Oh my God. Don't Google anything. <laughs> yeah. And it was oh like, of course, like we're already Googling it as we're walking out of the hospital. Oh and oh Megan's God. sister, who's a doctor, was already like kind of telling us what to expect. And mm-hmm. it was like, oh. oh. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were very happy that they're monodine. Yeah. So what questions do you have for us? Sure, so yeah. we did. We made a list of questions. A lot of them have to do with twins. I realize some of them are actually just regular but, pregnancy yeah, we'll questions. But oh, you're fine. Yeah. Go for it. So we, the first thing we have is, what did you need two of in the beginning? Bouncers. Like bouncers. Okay. The, like the bouncers. We. Um, I was adamant. Like, let's not get them. Let's not get them. And we actually did not give them. Get them until the girls came home. Um, but. Yeah, Though we use, we still use them. I still feed them in them. Yeah, and that's what we use to feed them when it's just one of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll see online people try like the double boppy or the um or even just like laying them down. And for us, <laughs> our girls were just too fidgety mm-hmm. that they needed the bouncer and just for ease of use, yeah, like, to sit there and hold it. It's a little bit, it's nicer to have them up about six or eight inches versus having them all the way down on the boppy. Right. Okay. 
Um, what else were two? Oh, cribs. I think that yeah. was. Yeah, I mean uh, the standard stuff. We d- we only have one swing or had one swing. We yeah. don't use it anymore. Um, we had two rock and plays. Yeah. Um, but that's what they slept in for the first couple of months. Um, they okay. We were trying to figure out what yeah, like what you put them in. But yeah, first they. I mean, I don't think they necessarily recommend it because it affects their head shape, which we're going through right now. But I mean, they'll grow long hair and when cover they're up scre- the head shape. <laughs> <laughs> when they're screaming at two o'clock in the morning, you will do anything to make them sleep. Yeah, and it's, it's more like when they're screaming at ten p.m., midnight, two a.m., four a.m., six a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like when we left, when we left the hospital, that was when they told us several things that we weren't planning on. Where they said that they can't share a crib, which we weren't going to do, but we never we had heard everyone like, oh, they can share a crib. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good And so they, yeah, and so right when we were leaving, like the um, NICU nurse is like, you know, don't let them share a crib and they have to sleep in your room for the first six months. And that was kind of like, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is shocking because we both have heard different. We've heard yeah, to keep them together. Yeah. You're supposed to keep them together. That's why okay. I, to that. I wonder so if it's good. regional, though. Yeah. Like, well, there's different. Uh, yeah. Remember how they said that they follow a standard based on some like other hospital? Yeah. Okay. But uh, um, we only kept them like- in the bedroom for two months if that no not even a couple weeks yeah i think we were like begging our doctor but you know also they <laughs> they were sleeping in their own isolates f- for the first three weeks when they're in the NICU anyway right. so they weren't used to being next to each other right yeah, yeah that's a good point that makes sense. but that's yeah bad. you know for other two things you know we with our house being tiny um like not a tiny house but like smaller <laughs> they um we just yeah one swing um, we got that one frog. We had one play mat or whatever you call that floor thing um, that they reach up at stuff. Yeah, like just an activity mat. Yeah, we had we bought one of those juvies. Was that what it's called? The juvie, the stroller. Yeah, and That's to awesome. be, it is awesome. But I don't know that I would buy it because you can buy a different one and only buy one and convert it. Like, oh, that's true. But I mean, we only paid like fifty bucks for it. Yeah, so. it was pretty inexpensive. So. Um, <laughs> What else? I'm trying to think what else we used. Do you have two monitors? Two baby monitors? No, we had one baby monitor with two um, cameras. Oh. Okay. okay. Yeah. And All truthfully, right. that's kind of nice because our girls were in a spell where they couldn't nap in the same room. Mm-hmm. Um, they could go to bed in the same room, but napping, they were like keeping each other up. By, I don't know if they were or they were just like riffing off each other or yeah. something but we ended up just separating and putting one in the nursery one in the guest bedroom then we put a camera on each of them in the monitor we use it's like one of the motorola ones it like every 15 seconds goes back and forth between the two okay. oh perfect and uh, i think in our nursery we had it set up where we had a monitor like on each baby on each crib but then we changed it so our monitor now we only use one camera now um but it's mounted to the wall and we it can see both cribs mm-hmm. and it can you can move it and stuff like that. And then we take the other camera with us when we go on trips or stay somewhere. Right. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, that makes sense. Um so I know that you said you kept the girls in your bedroom for like a like a little bit less than two months and then you transitioned them into the cribs at that point, or did they still sleep in their rock and place? No, we kept them in their rock and place for quite a while and then i mean probably longer than we should have yeah and then we found those merlin magic sleep suits and i mean that was a game changer for us yeah okay we read yeah yeah we read based on your yeah based on your recommendation (laughs) it sounds amazing (laughs) yeah i mean we found these through somebody at a local twin or twin meetup and um we the doctor was not not yelling at us, but telling us, you know, get your babies out of the rocking place. They need to sleep in the cribs. And, you know, in our heads, I'm like, you don't see these girls when you put them in a crib. They go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, because we try swaddling them, for instance. <laughs> and they would, they're like magicians. They just like unwind themselves from, and the swaddles <laughs> were tight. I, these swaddles were good swaddles. Yeah, well, and they were, I mean, we tried the just the muslin ones. We tried the ones that you Velcro, like, they yeah. wouldn't stay in anything. Like you'd walk in and like Charlotte has her arm like straight out 
mm-hmm. um, or Harper's uh, legs are both out, and so and they just are fidgety, um, like they're constantly moving, and that movement wakes them up or keeps them up. I feel right, and so when we had those sleep suits, it was a like game changer. Like all of a sudden, they can't move as much, and they just like fall asleep. And now, how big were I know? I remember you guys talking about it. Was it 12, 12 pounds that you guys I put think them it's in? Twelve to eighteen pounds, but I think but they went. In into, they were a little smaller than that when yeah. they went into them. Okay. Awesome. You'll know when it's right. <laughs> yeah, when none of us are sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and it, you know, worst comes to worst, just roll up the arms and roll up the legs, and I mean, yeah. I think they were. I mean, I think they have a extra small one too, or a small size. I'm like looking back. We had the small one, and then we just transitioned to the large one a few weeks ago. Yeah, awesome for one of them. I I remember you guys talking about getting cloth diapers, (laughs) and wondering like how that worked out. Like, oh yeah, don't do that. Don't don't do that. (laughs) We we were like sitting on like we were sitting on like a thousand dollars worth of cloth diapers that we used. Did we ever? Did we ever? sell all of them we've sold like half of them and it's, oh my gosh it's i mean you just don't so have if time. anybody needs cloth diapers certainly yeah. give us a call but um we're all set thanks uh, no i don't do that i, I mean well, i mean if you have them i guess try them out it's just uh we were at that point again when we left the nicu we were on a schedule where every three hours we were to feed them and change them and so you take that other two and a half hours to sleep and the last thing you need to do is spray off crap or run them through the washer i mean it was we i don't even know i don't even remember how we did our laundry <laughs> like the, for, you know i mean and i'm not trying to scare you guys it was just one of those things like we decided that's when we were like we need to make life as simple as possible at this point yeah you know yeah. so we were doing like the freezer meals the stuff that we had canned um and then that was at that point where i'm like let's and we had people giving us disposable diapers like they didn't know what the like They'd stop by, didn't know what to give us. Here's a box of diapers. I'm like, awesome, thank you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, it's a, I'm amazed. I'm like, I feel kind of ashamed for how much diapers we throw out, knowing that they will be here longer than our kids are on this earth. But it's just, it's not easy. Yeah. 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 You, you got to be in survival mode at yeah. that point. And like, to be honest, like, we use the Target brand diapers and they're, <laughs> Super inexpensive and they're oh, nice okay. and they work well. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Cool. I remember the one, I, I think it was, was it Melissa Duravian that was on that was talking about using the cheaper ones while you're home and at the house and then using the more expensive, more absorbent ones when you're out? Yeah. We you kinda, guys do that? We can, no, we kind of chuckled about that because we just use Target brand diapers all the time. Okay. And to <laughs> me, they work just as well as Pampers Swaddlers. So, also, what we did. Right away, though, um, I feel like the diapers we got when they were real tiny, they had like day diapers and night diapers, like the mm-hmm. night ones. And then they did. Now they're all like twelve-hour diapers. They did. Like that's yeah. like now, like the diapers that they're in, all the sizes are all just like twelve-hour diapers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was a point when we, I think I remember just saying, "I'm like, let's just keep them in the all-day diapers." I'm like, it just saves us <laughs> so much time. Yeah. <laughs> And okay. Then, you know when a baby poops through the diaper or pees through oh, the diaper, you're like, eh. yeah. Okay. Uh, what was the hardest part of the first few months? Mm. Well, first was I, NICU. Um, yeah, the NICU was yeah. hard. That that was a. I mean, they tell you to be prepared for it, but I don't think you can ever really be prepared. Um, yeah. That was, I mean, that was really hard. I remember walking in the first month. So the girls were born on a Wednesday. Ben was off through Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, and went back to work that Monday. And I went to the NICU by myself. And that day was hands down the hardest day of the NICU stay because I was by myself. It was Mm -hmm. just, you can't prepare for that. But you know they're in the best place they can be in they're safe and well cared for and take advantage of it if you do end up having to go to the NICU take advantage of them getting them on a schedule for you 
take advantage of having somebody quote unquote babysit your kids. I mean, just you need to recover. You need to recover as a mom. You've got to, you know, take care of yourself and recover to be, you know, to be there for your children when they're out of the NICU. So I take advantage of that time. Other than that, um, getting them like just waking up in the middle of the night. Like, you know, I remember one time changing, I think it was Harper in the middle of the night and she just would not stop crying. And you were sitting on the couch and I walked out and I was just, I felt like the world's worst mom, like just walked out bawling. Like, I don't know what to do. She won't stop crying. And I think that it's just a mental struggle. So, yeah. And I think real challenge was just waking up every, I mean, I can't even say it was every three hours. It was when the babies were in the NICU, you were pumping. So you're pumping every three hours. So that was kind of nice. That's like kind of like a, a warm up to what's to come. Um, but it was like the, you know, waking, they, like we had our alarm set. So like if we put them down at midnight, we would be waking up at 3 a.m. to feed, change them both and feed them both. And we both did it mm-hmm. to make it a little easier. And then um, do the same thing at six o'clock. So, you know, you're given like two hours of sleep. You're kind of thinking a little odd. Um, you're at your like wits end. It was, you know, that was the first couple of weeks. But then it starts like, I mean, yeah, the first two weeks sucked when they came home. Okay. Um, but I mean, it was one of those like afterwards, it was like, started getting a little bit better and a little bit better and a little Mm -hmm. bit better. And I think, you know, if you surround yourself with good support, it makes it a lot easier. It does. You know, we had your mom up here. We had my mom up here. Yeah. And you got to take off. I took off like a month or so. Yeah. So I mean, it was just one of those like that. I didn't take off when they were in the NICU just Mm because I felt like my time would be better spent taking off time once they got back. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that was like the toughest part. And I think it was just like also being like stuck. We felt initially, I think it was like for the first couple of weeks stuck or confined to our house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from there, though, we started branching out. One, and it, of course, and you guys are going to do the same thing. And it's probably going to be awful there, too, in Buffalo with the winter. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, we would like just rush them out into the car and then we'd drive um, and end up just walking around the mall just to get out. I mean, we became mall walkers, but we looked forward to it because, I mean, there's a Starbucks at the mall that was warm, and we'd just walk around. And... Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Make that's sense. what makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. When, yeah. when did you guys get to the point where you felt like one of you could handle both of the girls for a while on your own? I think last week. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No. I mean, he went back to work. I think I had four weeks left of maternity leave or five weeks left of maternity leave um, when he went back to work. And, you know, the first couple of days were hard. um, But I think at that time, like, after that, it was pretty... We got into a routine and... Yeah, we were able to make it through the day. So I would say probably eight weeks, a couple months. Okay. If And I mean, yeah, because I remember I let, I took off a couple times at the end of my leave to give you a little training. Yeah. And or I, ex, not training, but like a dry or, or dress rehearsal or something. Yeah. And to be honest with you, it probably would have happened sooner, but I didn't, I wasn't really alone for the first few weeks. So, you know, I, I didn't have to transition to being able to take care of them on my own yeah you know and i think we started doing the night feedings like alternating night feedings Mm -hmm, probably within like the the second week that they were home oh Oh. because that helped because then we got i forgot about that we got like six hour blocks of sleep which was nice yeah and you fed them in their in the rocking place no we would take them out and uh, feed them in their bouncer so i would if it was my shift i would at 3 a.m i'd wake them up i'd grab like harper 
quickly change her diaper and throw her in the not throw her but put her into <laughs> the bouncer i need to just be specific if there's anybody nuts listening to this and then charlotte would do the same i'd like go and grab her quickly change her this dang thing is acting up again and um we would then go and throw her in the bouncer and she would um then just feed him and then put him back to bed mm-hmm. so um any other questions let them wait, anything else on that picking them up by themselves no, no, I think that's yeah, yeah. So, so I guess, um, you know, I've heard different things about this, but like in the very beginning, like especially at night, was there a strategy you guys used to like tell them apart? So Charlotte, for us, it was easy. Charlotte has a birthmark on her leg. So, okay. I mean. And we designated specific like cribs for yeah. them and rock and plays for them. So, okay. Like okay. Charlotte would always sleep next to me, Harper next to you, or vice versa. And in their cribs have uh if you look at a picture online, um you can see our nursery and they have like an initials on the wall and we put the baby that's corresponding to that initial underneath them. Yeah. Okay. Right. But yeah. I mean there's still times I look at them on if their legs are covered, I you can't tell them apart. Or you know, the right angle. Yeah. Charlotte has a wider face. Um, and so usually you can tell if you look them straight on, but sometimes you get the right angle and they look identical. Like, <laughs> it's gotta be so challenging. I know. Yeah. Um, I guess as far as carriers go, do you use a double, the front and back carrier or separate? Like for a uh, personal when carrier? They, yeah. When they were small, well, no, for the, when they were smaller. So we did, we bought a double carrier we did not use it. I never okay. put it on. Um, it's actually in my resale pile to go with my next, you know, Mothers and Multiples resale. Um, so okay. we use the single ones. Um, when they were newborns, I I really liked, um, what was that? The boba wrap. And you could put, like when they were newborns, you could put them both in there and that was nice. Okay. It was like eight pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now we use single carriers that yeah. and truthful also like we we're talking about the things that you wear, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So um, we had got two carriers that we really liked that were really like fancy carriers, but they were f- like back facing or the baby, the, the way the carrier would work is it only would face you. Um, right. And so it, I don't know, like it just got to a point, it was Mother's Day weekend, Mother's Day weekend. So whenever that was, um, I just decided to look online and see if I could find ones that were like the outward facing, um, just because our babies want to see at that point, you know, they were like nose sticking into your chest and they'd fuss a little bit. I went onto Amazon and I got two carriers that were very inexpensive and they're awesome carriers. Yeah. And they're they're the outward facing and I think you can do like inward too. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the carrier you got retailed for like, a hundred and some dollars. The one I originally got, yeah. yeah. And the one I got you afterwards was like twenty two dollars. And oh. that was the one that's awesome. awesome. Okay. Okay. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, because I had been thinking of like I I read about the Wego where you can fit both of them into the like it both can go on the front until mm-hmm. they are thirty pounds combined. Okay. And then but yeah, so you guys didn't use anything like that? Yeah. I think we just yeah. to just, 30 pounds is a lot. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I'm going to make him carry that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, we have, yeah, like we have that front back one. We just never have tried it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe I'll try it sometime. Maybe tomorrow. It's put away. Oh, never mind. I won't try it. You'll never try it. <laughs> um, did you guys, I know you guys had talked about that parenting class that you took, and yeah. I know that the there were parts of it that were helpful, but I know you talked a lot about like, they don't, they're not specific to twins. Like yeah. would, we are first time parents. Would, like, would you recommend it in general to take a parenting class? Yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. Even if it okay. is not a twin. Right. Class, I think you will be the oddball and the people will remember you. <laughs> you the twin family. We've had like three family. We've ran into like three of them since, and like, oh, the oh. twins. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. But yeah, it's a oh. good class, and it kind, of, you know, it. I don't know. For me, being the guy, I never had. I never changed a diaper. Um, ah. I never. I don't think I even. I think the youngest baby I even like held was like a, one of my cousins who was like six months old or something. So, 
it was just kind of nice hearing all that stuff. I mean, I felt like I was like learning much more than mm-hmm. you knew most of it. Right. Um, I just got nauseous during all of, like the medical oh, stuff. For that. Yeah. There for that. Oh. I don't want to see it either. <laughs> uh, Julie just watched a video the other day of a delivery of. Two oh babies. yeah, I watched the sustainable no, delivery of two babies. Yeah, interesting. So, how many onesies did you guys need for them when they were newborn, zero to three, three to six? Oh man, um, I think the- I, we had more than we needed. I you did okay. We had way more than we needed, but it's nice to have way more than you needed because you can get them dirt cheap, and you don't just in case you were exhausted and you didn't do the laundry, yeah. you have something yeah. clean. But I mean, worst case scenario, think of like. You know, changing them when they wake up, expect one blowout. Like, I'm just saying, worst case scenario, expect one blowout each day and then putting them in something in the afternoon. So, like, three per kid, worst case scenario. And then just think about how how often are you going to do laundry. Right. Okay. And then add okay. a few more because you're not going to do laundry that much. Yeah. And on that, though, <laughs> have you joined, like, your multiple mothers and multiples group there? No, I know there is one. I haven't yet. Okay. So it sounds like something you use a lot or research to use a lot. We should. Yeah, we should. <laughs> but we use it for like the, they do a huge resale. Yeah, and so that's where I was okay. going. So like most of the onesies we have are like a dollar a piece. I mean, we got them through the resale and, you, you know. You can't tell they're, yeah. yeah. And I mean, the girls, I mean, they grow out of those so quick. Like the preemie ones, they grew out of pretty quick. And then those zero to three, they did. I feel like the three to six, they kind of stretched out a little bit with the mm-hmm. time frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then you also don't know if your kids are going to need preemie or not. It's just. Right. Right. But it's also, you want to have it just in case. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's that a good Okay. Is there anything that you guys wish you had done before the babies? Besides um, get a bigger house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, besides Luke. Uh, a bigger car, maybe. A bigger car, yeah. Um, what, did we, what did we have to run out and buy? We had to run out and buy the bouncers. Yep. Um, I don't know that we really had to go out and buy much else. I mean, oh, okay, I could yeah. I could tell you a few things that I wish I hadn't like gone out and bought or, um, yeah, like what? Would that be helpful? Maybe. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Sure. Um, I don't particularly care for the bumbo seats. We use the frog. Okay. Those work. I feel like it works a lot better. Yeah. Um. The we talked about it earlier, the bottles. So they tell you, oh, try a few different bottles and see which one your baby likes best. So we did that. We bought a whole bunch of different types of bottles before the girls came. Mm-hmm. And then in the NICU, they started feeding them out of the Dr. Brown's bottles. Mm-hmm. And that's what they ended up preferring. So we had all of these like fancy bottles that we never ended up using. Yeah. So just okay. like. I wouldn't go out that, and yeah. buy, you know, a whole bunch of different types right away. Try one. And if they like it, stick with it. If they don't like it, move on. Yeah. Okay. And I think it was, yeah, because they were either acid reflux or like they were having reflux with one or they couldn't get it out with the other. Mm-hmm. And ugh, yeah. Or they're very gassy. Yeah. Yeah. What else did we really not use? Uh, front and back carrier. Oh, <laughs> That's the only thing on my top of my mind. Um, we put a glide. So in our nursery, again, if you look on like our, I think it's our Facebook background page, actually, the picture of our nursery, you'll see there's a glider in there. Um, within the first two weeks, that glider was out of the nursery and in our living room um, just because that's something else. I don't know. Is it the gray, the gray one that you have? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I see that. And that was just because it's when you're trying to rock a baby, the last thing you need is another baby sleeping and one's crying. What uh, was the question, though? What don't we want? What What, um, what did you what? buy that we didn't need? No, no, no. What did you wish you would have done? Oh, oh, yeah. I don't know what else. I mean, everything else. We I think were, the bigger car would have been nice. Yeah, we were very prepared. Like, I was 
I mean, I was kind of a Hitler when it came to like pushing you to yeah. do stuff before the girls came. Yeah, it was. I mean, I had this house. This house was ready. Yeah. And it was, very, um, and it was ready early. I mean, I, I knew that once we got to 30 weeks, we were on borrowed time. Uh-huh. I think, you know, for me, being a little bit more mentally prepared for like the preterm labor, I mean, again, you can't be, but just to know about it, I didn't really know. That was a week. It felt like a week. It was like five days mm-hmm. sitting in the hospital. You're sitting around all these people having babies. You're not having a baby. I mean, if you listen to our podcast when we were A, in preterm, with, during the preterm labor, and B, the one when the kids are in the queue, you can hear Megan like crying at the end of the co- conversation. Yeah. I mean, it was just a very kind of like emotional, not really prepared like, but I don't yeah. think you can be prepared for Just, that. You can't be prepared to see your babies in. I thought the baby, like, you had the baby. You know, I was just sitting there, like, you know, it wasn't not anything I was ready for. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, I guess, tell, like, I, yeah, I could tell that it. you guys, I could tell in the podcast that you guys were stressed, but I yeah. thought you guys did a really good job of delivering your podcast during mm-hmm. that time. I was kind of shocked that you did, but I thought. It was you guys could hear it in both your voices during that time that you guys were stressed and yeah. I felt bad for you, but listening to it after it had already been done I knew that the outcome was great and yeah. everything was fun. I was like, Holy cow, I can't believe you guys still put the podcast out and did such a good job with the podcast, but it was it was great to hear. Thank you. Thanks. What else? Anything else? Um Make sure all of your FMLA stuff is done prior to the babies being born. I had done all of that, but there were some loose ends that needed to be tied up when the girls came and you don't okay. want to be focused on that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. What else? After the fact, I, I haven't, I've never talked about it, but I have a bit of postpartum depression mm-hmm. and um, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, mm-hmm. I, when did I finally go to the doctor just a month or so ago? It yeah. was not that long ago. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I personally feel a whole lot better. I don't know if I, if I seem a whole lot better, oh, yeah. but I personally feel a lot better. So yeah, just, no, that's helpful to hear. Um, what else? I can't think of anything with that. Next question. <laughs> All right. To switch gears, um, I guess the biggest question for us, how did you introduce Priscilla to the babies? It's a work in progress. Oh, <laughs> we just brought her back home tonight, too. She's been gone for the last month while we got our house ready to sell. And okay. so um, I think initially what we did is we, and I don't even know if it worked because our dog can be so darn stubborn. Um we took like something out of the the NICU isolate and we like that they were wrapped in. We took that home and we let her sniff it, um, and we just kind of put it around her. We did that several times before we brought them home. Mm-hmm. And then the day they came home, no, they my she my parents had her for several weeks. I think they did. And so um, that was the other thing. So we did not. My parents came and took the took Priscilla for several weeks while we kind of adjusted to you know everything we just talked about. I think she would have been nuts during that point. Um, but then it was more like I think I was holding onto her leash and I just had one sitting down, and she truthfully she didn't really care. I mean, yeah. I think. And then right now we brought her back and the girls are finally acknowledging her, um, like trying to pet her or see her yeah. and they smile and see her, and she's mm-hmm. still really. Just wants to see dad, you know, doesn't really care about anything else. But she took it when like Charlotte's hands were almost in her eyes today. She's yeah, I think she, yeah, it's it was one of those where it's hard to what to think, but I mean, it was one of I think I was getting her familiar with the smells before they came home. And I mean, even if you don't have a NICU stay, you still have like that 48 hours where you could like take that swaddle that they changed her and just take that swaddle blanket home and um you just t- we told the NICU and they were the ones that told us here take this home let your dog smell it and uh, oh okay good. vice versa so mm-hmm. yeah their hospitals are very yeah they seem like very forward about that at least right. Madison was right okay 
we still don't let them like next to each other like we won't let them be alone okay yeah. that makes sense yeah not um, worried about anything but it just i don't yeah, want to be but, that one person or something that something happens and, of course mm-hmm. right of course yeah um so i know we talked about like you know different products that are worth it or not i guess the one i'm still wondering about is the pack and play did you guys end up using a pack and play like do you have them both in one like how does that work so we use it but only when we travel um or if they're at my parents house yeah so your parents have one um and right now they're almost too big to go in one together so we have to have two when we're there or out so you know it's we've used it I think you can get by without it if, like, say, the places you're going have one. So if you're going to, say, your parents' house or, um, you know, that type of thing, and they have a pack-and-play, and, say, a lot of these hotels have pack-and-plays that you can use. Yeah. Um, we don't use them at home at all. I think maybe we used them the first night, but then we got the – we used the rock-and-plays, and I think that was yeah. it. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's – we don't have two of them. I mean, we should, probably should, but we use the one that my parents yeah, have. Yeah, I'm not we buying needed. another one right now. No, yeah, <laughs> more stuff to pack. You guys got enough stuff to pack right now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, when you said bigger car, like, how big did you mean? Um, so I have an Escape right now, which is a okay. smaller SUV, right? Yeah. Um, we had looked at a larger vehicle for a while and I talked her out of it. I think I talked you out of it, but um like we had thought about something like along the lines of an explorer or traverse or a Honda pilot, just something slightly larger. Okay. Um we're just cramped for space. Yeah. Like when we travel um in the escape a we can't have anybody ride in the back seat. Well I guess we can but it's not comfortable. So you know like I'll have friends with like single babies and the somebody will always ride in the back seat to help the baby out well uh, for us it's not an option because we can't fit somebody back there because there's i mean there's not a lot of room um but then b when you're packing it um we have to get creative with our packing like the stroller that we have now almost takes up the whole size of the trunk so we went with two smaller umbrella strollers yes and, and that's another awesome thing is like if you have a smaller vehicle those do umbrella like strollers. the two smaller umbrella strollers and they save a lot of room yeah but um, I mean, it was just we're just tight with space and we can't really travel with priscilla and the two girls and stuff for like an extended stay anywhere okay so I, okay. i'm sure a lot a bigger vehicles in the future for us it's just we've had enough on our plate at this point yeah, yeah. definitely okay and so then travel in general i mean any recommendations obviously that like other than a bigger vehicle about like traveling with the two babies because we we tend to do you know it's about a six and a half seven hour ride for us to visit my family which we have typically done like six or seven times a year mm-hmm. i'm like is that realistic in your experience with the girls is that crazy with twins it's doable i yeah, I think it's doable. After a couple months, though, several yeah, months. Yeah, I mean, I think about that first trip we had down to see my mom. And the way down there was awesome. The way back was we didn't follow our own crazy. Yeah, we didn't listen to our own advice. You yeah. know, and that's the same advice that that girl we spoke to, Carrie. She has a traveling blog for twins, twins traveling. And we did this. Um, the first time we haven't done it really since, but we're, we traveled at nighttime and when they were supposed to be sleeping and we put them in onesies and, you know, they had the lavender lotion all over them and they slept six hours. They slept from Madison to Indy. Um, we woke them up, fed them, and then we went all the way down Mm -hmm. to your mom's place in, out by Louisville. So, I mean, it's definitely doable. It's just, you got to expect the unexpected. So, for instance, when we were coming back from Cincinnati a couple months ago, we stopped in Indy. We stopped in Maryville, which is about another hour and a half away. And then by the time we hit Chicago, we were like, we can't do this anymore. We need just to get a hotel. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just kind of be prepared. But, I mean, it's doable. It's just, again, with a smaller car, you can't, if they're crying, you can't be in the back 
yeah, you but... them, so you just deal with crying for a little bit, or. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think it's doable. It's you just got to give yourself much yeah. more time. And when you put them in the back, you just have one on the passenger side, one on the driver's side. Yeah. Right. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I think that might be all our questions for now. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's. I don't want like try. Like truthfully, we're not trying to scare you. It's fine. It's easy. Not easy, but it's. I'll be honest. Like they're awesome right now. Like they, the first few months are, they're they're you're gonna. They're gonna be rough. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it's they're awesome. Like, I don't know if you are on our Instagram, but like a couple of days ago I was like sitting on the couch and Charlotte was mimicking me and Aww. it just, I mean, they're yeah. just awesome now. And it's, yeah. And it, yeah, it's totally worth it. I mean, there's still like really good times, even at the beginning where, mm-hmm. um, it's just, you, you find new things yeah. that are smart. Yeah. And- oh, and when they're little, it just enjoy when they like lay on you and <laughs> don't move, like just, eat yeah. that up as much as you can and we have a a friend that told me that and i didn't really think about it because you know at that time they were a month old and that's all they did was lay on your chest right but now they don't like we don't have cuddling <laughs> babies yeah our babies won't cuddle with you so <laughs> just eat that up mm-hmm. yeah anytime you can get it you know and that's another thing like whether or not you what your um view is on this i think some way to document the whole journey is also important um you know and so i that's why i like the podcast but i also like instagram you know creating a twin specific instagram um where you can like kind of track their pictures we'll like we'll this when we're bored just kind of look through old pictures and just be like oh my god i can't believe they were the size of like my forearm and um (laughs) you know and just as a way to like connect with other twin parents that way too yeah no that makes a lot of sense thank you guys so much yeah for thank you so like, much so really much awesome yeah really well like um do you guys have an instagram page or anything like that we do we do uh it? mine is my, we just have our own and mine is pat davis 8888 and mine's jgd 1060 but i like never post anything <laughs> It's all right. (laughs) No, I'll try to link it up on like into our website too. So you guys, um, so hopefully other listeners can like reach out to you if they have other suggestions. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure people disagree with half the stuff we're saying. I'm sure there's somebody out there like slamming their head into the steering wheel, like, no, cloth diapers, use cloth diapers. (laughs) I hope there is somebody doing it. Oh, I'm so sorry to say that, guys. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, no, like, I mean, I had never even really, I mean, I thought about it if we were going to have a single baby, but was like, ah, it's probably unrealistic. But then I did start to think about like, and I know you guys had talked about like just the expense of diapers with two, but yeah, yeah no, I think survival is ultimately the most important <laughs> yeah, thing. Sure. So. And you know, that's, you know, another thing, like, I guess I was, I don't even know, like the, when it comes to like the expense of babies, I guess I was kind of overprepared like thinking it was going to cost an arm and a leg and i know it's expensive but it's not nearly as expensive as like i was i was you know again before the babies i never even like went down the baby aisle i thought diapers were like 50 bucks for like a day's worth you know i like truthfully i didn't know how much diapers were i i thought formula was like yeah more expensive than gold and i mean it's we figured it out i mean it's not not bad i mean yeah, and, and you like, know what? Yeah, I guess another good question would be how how did you go about getting hooked up with like the multiples programs through the the formula diapers websites? We actually so um, for several of them we we talked to our doctor, our physician, mm, the, the yeah. pediatrician, and she got the form, and she didn't even know it existed. Um, so like with Similac when they sent us like cases of like the Neosher, mm-hmm. she didn't even know that type of thing existed. And she just asked their um, rep when he came or she came in just uh, about it. And they gave us the form. They sent it in. We had two cases of Similac, the Neosher here. And then with like gentle ease, I was <laughs> trying to get them to sponsor our podcast. Like I was just like harping <laughs> them. I'm like, come on. I'm like, I'm like everybody that's listening either has a baby or is expecting babies. 
And uh, they're like, well, we can't sponsor you, but here. And then they sent us somebody's information, and we ended up getting cases of their, their oh, stuff, too. So, I mean, and then they also will send you coupons. Like, so with the Similac, yeah. they sent us, they kept sending us coupons. And um, they still send us coupons. And to be honest with you, like, we are girls prefer the cheap formula. So, like, <laughs> we were feeding them Infamil AR. Yep. And we tried the Walmart brand, um, added rice, and they didn't spit up at all. They they, they did much. better with the Walmart brand than they did oh with gosh. the real Infamil wow. brand. And just give and we last week when we were up in Michigan, they we kind of overshot and we didn't we couldn't find. Oh yeah, we went to the Walmart there and they didn't have the AR. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up going to Target. We got the Target brand. And again, our girls were starting to spit up a little bit, cough mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, so it's odd. Yeah. It's and I mean, like it's that. it's baby specific, obviously. but Right. Right. But I mean, also, like, but, we've, we've tried every single yeah. formula. And, like, they're all great. You yeah. know, it's not. I, don't know, I feel like they're all. The formulas? They're all. Yeah. I'm, would, I'm not concerned about. Any of them beating no. them, no. Right. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. That so that's we just kind of reached out to them, and I think I've heard also. I think somebody sent me a message once that there's like twin programs, even for like the diapers and stuff like that. We didn't, we just didn't go down that route. But um, I'm not. Who knows what they sent you? Yeah. But we didn't get anything really from the generic brands. It was all the name brands, like the Infamil, the Gentle Ease, that type of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. Any other questions? Yeah, thank you guys. No, I think that's. I yeah, think I think that's, that's it. it. I think you guys covered just yeah. about everything that you could possibly cover. Yeah, thank oh, you. Awesome. awesome. Well, so. if you guys have any other questions, feel free to reach out to us. You guys yeah. know, find us on Facebook, Apple yeah, Podcasts. Definitely. Yeah. And you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend, and I hope the rest of your pregnancy goes great. Yeah. Thank you so much. I think look happy thoughts. To seeing pictures. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, definitely. we'll have to post. I think, I think almost everybody we know knows now, so I'll just start yeah. posting pictures. Yeah, we've been <laughs> a little reluctant because on. we didn't want anybody that didn't yeah, know to find a, out. Yeah, oh, I remember that where you're. It's something you want to tell everyone and you can't tell anyone. Yeah, you know. right, yeah. right. I think you yeah. inevitably get those people that are like, "You're telling me through social media." Yeah, gonna... so I think we've we've got almost everybody yeah. covered now. We'll start posting pictures. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, well, have a great weekend. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. Well, thank you guys for joining us on our show. Bye, thank guys. you. Bye. Bye.